you are listening to an episode of Back Row Movie News. The podcast name and scope has changed. It is now the Broken Record Podcast, uh, but you can still enjoy the past episodes of Back Row Movie News on this feed. Make sure you follow uh, the Broken Record Podcast or Podcast Broken Record. Depends on what social media site on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook for updates on future episodes. What's going on, guys? Welcome, and thank you for tuning into the first installment of Back Row Movie News. Uh, Chase, we got a lot of news to cover here today, specifically two big headlines, two great directors coming back to two amazing franchises, and we're going to get into it right after this bitchin' intro right here on Back Row Movie News. Welcome to the best seat in the house, everybody. I'm Casey Sampson. I'm Chase Coupo. And to start off the show today, Chase, uh, and all of you watching out there, we got some tragic news going on, but then we'll get into the, the actual news. But uh, Chase, if you will, please. Sure. Starting off the show on a sad note today, uh, legendary actor Harry Dean Stanton has passed away. He passed away yesterday at the age of 91. Uh, he was known for a lot of independent films and some of the cult hits, you know, probably most known for Alien. Uh, it's just, you know, an unfortunate loss in the film community, but I think he'll live on forever through Alien for me. So, well, tough loss, but let's let's get into some, you know, well, more happy well movies. Thank you. Don't be too sad, though. I'll try. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so for the first uh, main... Headline. Oh, headline. Let's go with Headline. Uh, I'm sure all of you are aware out there, but J.J. Abrams is now back to direct Episode Nine, and co-writing this film is going to be Chris Terrio. If you don't know who he is, he wrote on Batman v Superman. He got writing credit, as you said, yeah. and he also did Argo. Correct. Yeah, correct. Okay. Correct. So, um, I'm. I guess it's the safest choice that we could go with. Uh, I. Probably would have preferred Ryan Johnson if I'm not if I'm not gonna lie, but because everyone's saying that J.J. Abrams is more of a starter, not a finisher. He brought us some great characters, and uh, but I just hope that he'll bring to the table that oh my god, with all the backlash that he had, that maybe he'll just be like you know what, screw you guys, I got this. So what do you think about that? Man? Uh, I don't know. I'm excited that J.J. is coming back. I love The Force Awakens. I think he's gonna. He's going to be able to bring, you know, that same sort of tone and excitement back to it. Uh, the only thing I hope that he can do, once again, I am worried about, you know, he's kind of good at starting things, you know, beginning movies, beginning trilogies and all that stuff. Uh, I hope he can, you know, improve on his finishes here. And then also on the Ryan Johnson issue, you know, people are like, you know, why didn't they choose Johnson? Well, apparently they offered it to him first and, you know, he said no. He denied but, it. Um, I think then it's probably for the best because it seems J.J., he was hesitant to take it, but I think once he gets on board the project, sort of like you saw with The Force Awakens, you know, he goes all out. He's a big fan. He's a great filmmaker. So basically, I think it was the right choice. Yes. Even though I wanted to see Ryan Johnson write it mm. and someone, you know, a new director direct it. If he could it, collaborate, that'd whatever. be amazing. Uh, it could be amazing. I mean, we haven't even seen The Last Jedi yet. We yeah, know Ryan true. Johnson's body of work so far is yeah, impressive. Zero but, complaints with that. Yeah. Um, but having J.J. Abrams come back, so now the the film was originally supposed to come out in May, so now it's been pushed back to December of 2019. 
Yeah. yeah. Um, so this gives him more time to, you know, make a great film, and True. which we hope he does. Um, so now we got the, with the Star Wars trilogy, it's just going to be more of a holiday sort of feel now. Seems like it. That's what it's been pushed to. That's yeah. where the money is. That's where the timing is. So, But with Disney involved, now Aladdin apparently is going to be taking the May spot. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. So there we go with that. Yeah. Um, also, just a little fun fact here. Uh, Jorson Gordon-Levitt will cameo in The Last Jedi. And, yes, he uh, will. He will do some voice background acting, probably as an alien yeah. or something. So, uh, you know. A little nugget there. It's not going to really affect the film, just... You know, kind of like with, uh, what was the James, what's the James, uh, Daniel Craig? Daniel Craig. Yeah, there we go. And Tom Hardy was one in nice. Force Awakens, right? No, he's going to be in The Last Jedi, I think. Oh, okay, okay. I think he's going to be a stormtrooper again like Daniel Craig was. Right I don't on. know for sure. Right on. All right, guys, we're moving on. Uh, we're going to head into uh, the DCEU. Um, like I said in the intro, we had two great directors coming back to two great franchises. Uh, Patty Jenkins has signed on to direct Wonder Woman 2. Yes, she has. Yes, for how much was she? It's like eight, eight million? Yeah, I think that's the reports that her contract is between, it's for like seven, between seven and nine million dollars, and then yeah. she's also going to have a pretty sizable back-end chunk, you know, so the profit's from the film. Awesome. Yeah, so she's getting paid. Uh, great choice, though. I yeah, mean, definitely. Wonder Woman alone was just a box office, like, Kaboom! <laughs> but uh, um, yeah, it's a great idea to get the same director back to hopefully do exactly what she did with the first film. Yeah. Uh, it's supposed to be taking place during the Cold War. Yeah, so yeah. we've heard. So we've heard. Yeah. So, um, but the problem with that is, is that this movie is gonna. It was the release date was for December thirteenth, two thousand nineteen. Haha. Because The Last Jedi is coming out in December. I don't think there's... It's just I think It's December 20th. December 20th. Okay. Having said that, they're definitely going to have to push this movie back because there's no way that they're going to put this close to Star Wars. You can't put any movie yeah. this close to Star Wars. I think what they might try and do is move it up a little. I don't know if they want to push it into the... Because more and more films are having success in like January, February, March. But uh, I think they're going to try and move it up. November seems like you know the likely time, but... I saw somewhere that uh, Bond 25, which I don't know how far in pre-production they are. That's kind of stand still. But Dude, did you hear Bond that 25 Apple's is trying to buy it or something Yeah, like yeah. Apple and Amazon are trying to buy Bond, create a connected universe with TV shows, whatever. But Super Wonder Woman 2 <laughs> might be in November, and it's going to have to maybe compete with Bond 25 or Star Wars. So yeah. they're in Catch-22 here. Yeah, but I, worst case scenario, I think they'll, they'll still... Uh, They'll make some money. Yeah. Um, so also in the world of DC, we have some Suicide Squad 2 news, uh, Chase, if uh, you will, please. Yeah, it looks like Suicide Squad 2 is closing in on a director, Gavin O'Connor, uh, known for Jane Got a Gun, a Warrior, and The Accountant, which the accountant? hit big with the audiences. I did I did not. Uh, I did not I either. heard it was great, or good at least. I mean, whatever. It varies. <laughs> but still, Subjective. it was well-received, made some money. Nice. Yeah, it looks like he's going to write the movie and direct. Uh, his writing partner will be Anthony uh, Tambakis. I believe that's how it's pronounced. And the main cast of the first film is supposed to return, although some scheduling conflicts with Margot Robbie and Will Smith may be you know, preventing that or delaying production, but either way, it seems to be moving along. Gotta be honest, Will Smith don't really care. Hopefully Margot Robbie comes back, though. Yeah, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> I didn't like Suicide at all. 
oh. Suicide Squad at all. Oh, so that hurts, Chase. Whatever they, whatever they do. Hey, man, I get it. I'm just one of the few people who like the movie. No, that's fine. I mean, yeah. <laughs> uh, but staying in the world of DC news, we have some Nightwing. Uh, news chase there's going to be a nightwing film uh, being made and chris mckay the director of lego batman uh will be directing this film along with uh, a writer named bill dubuik or dubuik <laughs> hopefully dubuik i think it's french that's all i know <laughs> uh he's going to be working on the script uh, if you guys don't know who he is he worked on the movie the accountant and the, ju- and the judge uh, cameraman over there uh and um, I'm pretty excited about the film, though. Are you? Uh, I guess. I mean, don't really know much about Nightwing and whatnot. I know, like, who he is, and but I never kept up with the comics and all the iterations of Robin and all that. So Fair enough. they can bring me something fun and memorable on screen, cool, but otherwise. If you don't know, Nightwing is, uh, he was the first Robin and later became Nightwing. Dick Grayson is the character's name. And uh, you gave me some pretty good uh, piece of information that it's been confirmed by Warner Brothers in D.C. that the display case that holds the Robin suit that Ben Affleck slash Bruce Wayne walks past is it's confirmed to be Jason Todd. And he was the second Robin. He died off by the Joker and beaten with a crowbar and whatnot. But this means that within the universe that Nightwing is just up and running around. Uh, during Batman v Superman and Justice League. So hopefully within this movie they give a little nod to those events of what's going on. And uh, the director has said that they're not going to really rely on CGI, for one, and it's just going to overall be a badass film. Uh, Once again, I look forward to it. You not so much. Uh, Like I said, I mean, (laughs) it's just just a movie at this point for me. Aw. Okay. Well, still, uh, Aquaman has just finished filming. Does that excite you? Uh, a little bit. Okay. So Maybe a 2 out of 10 right now. <laughs> um, it's scheduled to be released on December 21st, 2018. And also, Shazam! Yeah, okay. Shazam. Uh, starts production early, directed uh, by Gavin O'Connor, also writer on The Accountant. Haven't seen it, but I... I Pretty sure it's a good movie. Uh, I've heard, heard a lot of good things. But moving on, though. Yes, sir. Change the picture, man. <laughs> oh, sorry. Hey, we're at the... All right. <laughs> we got it. All right, so... My bad. Next bit, it's fucking cool. The next bit of news, uh, John Wick 3 has a release date. It's going to be hitting theaters May 9th, 2019. Uh, all I can say is I'm just a huge fucking fan of the first two. Tell me, man. You Love them. I can't stop talking about them. They're great movies. Uh, I'm glad this one is getting almost a, sort of a primetime release. The past two have come in, I think the first two were released in February, or maybe February and then March. So uh, it's nice that, you know, the studio is showing a lot of confidence in this franchise. Uh, you, you haven't really watched them yet, so I don't know if you I, care that much. It just looked like a generic spy movie to me. That's what I zero thought. Zero interest. That's what I thought. And then I was wrong. <laughs> Mind blown. Okay, cool. Is it better than Bond? Uh, I guess. I just, I mean, I like it more than Bond. I don't know if I can compare him or whatever. All right. Well, having said that, let's go on to the next thing. Yeah, we'll not, be not moving on. Other than <laughs> just critiquing how the last two were. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> okay, so uh, next we're moving on. Uh, it, uh, the, the chapter one, it's smashing box office records for R-rated movies, <laughs> doing great. Man. People are loving it. 
Uh, news on the sequel. Bill Skarsgård, the actor who portrayed Pennywise in this movie, he said that Chapter 2 is gonna, going to delve into Pennywise's history. Uh, with it perishing in Chapter 1, there was some worry about, you know, the fact that Skarsgård might not reprise the role, you know, exactly how they were going to handle that. But, uh, you know, he seems to have calmed those quells. Although there is no official announcement of, you know, the, the directors, writers, actors signing on. You know, the studio hasn't said anything, but from the rumors we're hearing, it's pretty much greenlit. Right on. But, wait, I, Pennywise didn't die at the end of the film. I mean, I, th- I thought it just went into, like, retirement or, like, whatever. Just Not like, sure. Hibernation, whatever you want to call it. I said perished. I think it Coming works fine Coming back in 27 here. years more, I guess. Whatever. But, we'll uh, see. All right. Cool. Uh, moving on, I guess. Moving on. Uh, <laughs> Suffer the Little Children. It's a pretty well-known Stephen King novel from uh, the Nightmares and Dreamscapes series, I guess. Or Stephen King. Yeah, Stephen King. Dude, he's big in the news nowadays. No, he's fucking rich. <laughs> uh, so, uh, Suffer the Little Children. This that book. It's going to be made into a feature film. No surprise. Uh, it's going to be going to be written and directed by Sean Carter, uh, whom directed a movie Keep Watching. Not sure on the merits of that. <laughs> I I just did some research as as we yeah. do, <laughs> and it's uh, it's going to be produced by Nicholas uh, Chartier. I said Chart, uh, Serum <laughs> Das, and Craig Flores. <laughs> right on, uh, man. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, do you know what Stephen King movies seem to have like? be the toughest kind of films to make oh, yeah. it was fantastic yeah. but Dark Tower <laughs> yeah. uh, plummeted Eesh. yeah we can't even like why even bother talking about it honestly but uh, I don't I don't know did Stephen King do Children of the Corn too? Uh, yeah that was a Stephen King novel I think man he suffered a little children he's done he's doing a lot of movies around children oh yeah Eesh. <laughs> <laughs> once again once again Eesh. alright though but moving on to more some is that considered a horror film? Uh, yeah, definitely. Probably. Yeah, it did is Stephen King. That was a stupid... <laughs> All right. It's fine. Uh, what's up next, Chase? Uh, we're moving on to some Halloween news. Right on. Uh, the next... There's going to be another film in that series. Uh, it's going to be written by Danny McBride and David Gordon Green. So not Rob Zombie. Uh, I'm not sure. I'm not sure where his... If he holds any rights as a producer or anything on this. The only thing I know is Danny McBride, David Gordon Green... And it's going to be handled by Blumhouse Productions, uh, and they're they're great at getting out low budget horror films and pushing them to financial and critical success. They, uh, Split, nice Get Out, Paranormal, Activ- Paranormal oh, they Activity. Did get out? Yeah, they did. Right on. Uh, yeah, that's there's that, and then also on a uh, social media, Melissa McBride, who is currently you know still on her run on The Walking Dead, uh, she's going to be coming back to the franchise. Who does she play? Hell, uh, Carol. Carol. Oh, the yeah. gray-haired chick, right? Yeah. Okay, yeah. cool. Gotcha. Yeah. Sweet. So, yeah, some Tough exciting things happening there. Yeah. I mean, are you excited for a Halloween film? Like, were you really into them at and all? I, ha- I didn't watch them because for the longest time, you know how s- I'm super scared of any scary movie. Like, even quote-unquote scary. Like, <laughs> you keep freak going me out. to see them. Yeah, I, well, because I want to get myself used to them. You know, if you see them more and you can make fun of them, you can actually look at them as films, then you don't have to be scared of the Hold fucking Hold on a dark. sec. What a great segue. You saw Mother yesterday. How was uh, that? I did see Mother. I thought it was freaky as hell. It was one of those things where... Uh, that director, you know, he's famous for all the fucked up movies. The most recent one, I believe, was Black Swan, you know, with Mila ah. Kunis and Natalie Portman. So 
he brought forth this effort. And although I'm hearing a lot of people bashing the shit out of it. Dude, I heard people say just straight up sucked. I thought it was great for one thing because the thing that made it great for me is I don't normally experience a film like that because basically from like probably 15 minutes in, 20 minutes in, maybe a little less than that, from one point there all the way until almost the very end with one slight break, mm. I was I was fucking tense. I was uncomfortable. Seriously? That was probably the longest I've ever spent watching a movie that I grimaced. Like, I was grimacing at a lot of the <laughs> shit. It was uh. really, I found it, and it's one of those things where you'd have to watch it a couple of times to digest all the symbolism. Right. And then, uh, uh, gonna change this. Okay, I don't have a picture for that. And then also, <laughs> the only thing that I'd say is that the underlying, like, message or like the story that they were telling once someone tells it to you or once you realize it it's sort of obvious but it's still cool to look back on alright I mean probably not gonna see it but I'll take your word for it man alright but we'll, we'll move moving on moving on here yeah speaking of another thing that speaking I have of, not <laughs> seen or know, known of until you just yeah. mentioned it yesterday yeah, yeah back to uh, Blumhouse Productions back to Bl- is there a problem <laughs> you don't know Spawn I can't. Oh, that doesn't like the fact that I don't like Spawn or no okay, whatever. Spawn. It's fine. We'll just. I'm just gonna keep going. I'm gonna uh, say back in fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone, shut up. Back. Yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to read. <laughs> okay, Watch no, it. but Come okay. On. Blumhouse Productions are also handling the upcoming Spawn reboot. Uh, Spawn's Spawn is sort of a cult hit at this point. Is back in '97. I think no, they not. made Never it. Heard of it? Uh, you don't count. No. <laughs> And it's just for years and years it's been going through development hell. They've had scripts, a lot of scripts and writers attached, directors, stars. So they're finally moving forward with a Todd McFarlane. He's going to direct. And uh, recently he compared the on-screen presence of uh, Spawn the Demon to be like the shark in Jaws. And he said that it's going to be a really different feeling superhero movie, like a low-budget superhero movie apparently. So we're going to get tense again. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see if they can bring in that sort of horror vibe to, you know, the superhero, like, mentality. Is he part of Marvel or what? Uh, I have no clue. Independent? Dark Horse. Uh, Dark Horse. Dark Horse? Dark okay, Horse. Yeah, yeah. All right. So cool. Has right. Dark Horse made any other superhero films that I'm not aware of? Films? I don't think so. All I don't right. know if they're too popular for, like, superheroes, actually, or quote-unquote superheroes. I think that's sort of a... He looks pretty badass, yeah. though. I'm probably going to have to, like, look this up. Right. I guess we'll find out. You'll have to try and watch the original movie. There, okay, so there is an original movie. Uh, we'll, we'll, we'll keep moving on here. No, 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 Chase. There's an original movie? Well, 90, 1997, Spawn. They're trying to reboot it. I just said it. Badass. Okay. I'm going to watch that. <laughs> Still more <laughs> horror movie news. Uh, Glass is going to be the final film in M. Night Shyamalan's superhero-esque trilogy, that began with Unbreakable and continued last year with Split. Uh, Glass is set to hit theaters on January eighteenth, twenty nineteen. Uh, did you ever see? Did you see Unbreakable or Split or any M Night Shyamalan movies? I, you a fan? Nope. I'm. I guess I'm not a fan. I've That's never okay. heard of these things. Just like Spawn, man. It's fine. I mean, whatever. God, case. It's no, fucking fine. Like I don't you care. No shit. Uh, but uh, we we do uh, we do have a quote from uh, once again from Blumhouse Productions producer of Glass Jason Blum. They're killing it, dude. Jason he recently Blum. said, "Of course, it's kind of a superhero movie for sure. Yeah, I do consider it that, but it's very different. Yeah, I wouldn't say it's a Marvel movie 
but a superhero movie. So I think we're sort of going to see the same type of effort with like Spawn and you know Glass going to be horror movies or like different like alternate alternate superhero movies. Yeah. Hashtag alternate superheroes. Something that Spawn isn't, just to go back to that. Maybe. Not a part of Marvel, but something that is a part of Marvel is uh, Hellboy is also getting a reboot, which is probably more it's more relevant to me. But um, we got a first uh, look at uh, the Hellboy pick. Did you, yeah. did you see the Hellboy Yeah, I picture? saw that. It looks, looks like pretty Hellboy. much the same. Pretty much <laughs> yeah. the same as the last guy who did it. What was the guy's name? Uh, Ron Perlman. Guy. Wait, what? Ron Perlman. Okay, yeah. I mean, the costume literally has not changed like whatsoever. I mean, he's a red guy. He's got a big hand and two horns. Like, whatever. What are you going to do? But the stuff that's on his belt is pretty much the same or whatever. So I I think they got a pretty good shot of making this a, a good reboot, but uh, what about you? Are you interested in this at all? Uh, honestly, I still, once again, I didn't see the Hellboy movies. I know they, oh, at really? least I, at least the first one, I know it was mostly loved by critics and audiences. I mean, people had a great time. <laughs> I think I only saw them on FX, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Freaking FX. Yeah. No, but I am excited if they can, you know, bring this back and make something even better. We'll see how far they can deviate from what was already done. Well, you know, bringing in the classic Hellboy stuff. Yeah. Definitely so I guess we'll see. improvement on those. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but the news on that, by the way, the other news is uh, Daniel Day Kim, mm-hmm. uh, known from the recent Hawaii Five-0 uh, run on CBS, uh, he's been cast. My research failed. I don't know the role he's playing, <laughs> but uh, it was actually a controversy because Ed Screen, a white guy, was cast in that role before. But when he looked back at the comics to you know study for the role – he saw that in the comics, the character he was supposed to play was an Asian, so he stepped down from the role, Every, made everyone happy. They were like, oh, that's good. Don't want to be whitewashing. So now they've hired Daniel Day Kim to kind of try and remedy that. I don't really see that as a problem. He could have just, like, you know, they've done that before. Like, this but that's the, the problem. Is like, is this ethnicity or, like, whatever, and they change it. But I don't see the big deal. I guess he was very... <laughs> it needs to be an Asian guy. <laughs> I mean, I I think it'll work out for the best either way. Yeah. Hey, Chase, can I read this next one? Uh, you may. Awesome. So apparently Liam Neeson was asked about continuing to do action movies such as Taken and Taken 2, for God's sakes. Was there Taken 3? Yes. Dude, that guy's... That daughter just keeps getting away from him. And Keep it I, I together. I like what... In Deadpool, when he said, at some point, you just have to realize he's just a bad parent. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he fucks up, but he does get her back. Just to do it all over again. You think this shit's planned out by now. She's just yeah, fucking with whatever. him. Anyway, though, he was asked about continuing to do action movies and such. Uh, and he said, they're still throwing serious money at me to do that stuff. And I'm like, guys, I'm 60 fucking five. That's a quote verbatim. And uh, audiences are eventually going to go on, and going to go, come on, at the Toronto International Film Festival. Yeah, yeah. Uh... I don't have a problem with doing action movies. Just stop with the whole Taken shit. Uh, That's all I gotta say. Do what you want, Liam Neeson. Put him in The Last Jedi or in, we don't know the (laughs) official title of Episode 9, but in Episode 9. Make him a Force Ghost and make him do something cool as a Force Ghost. We want Qui-Gon. Qui-Gon. All right, so... moving on, though. uh, Moving on to some interesting news, something I didn't know much about. So according to SciFi.com, uh, Andy Muschietti, I believe it's pronounced, he direct, he's directed It. Yeah. Uh, he's making headlines again. Uh, small snippet of news that's... Uh, Jesus, I lost my shit here. <laughs> uh, it's okay, man. Uh, I'm lost here. 
Chase. Okay. Oh, yes, I got it. I got be it. I got it. I got it. I got it. So Andy Muschietti, he's going to be directing a live action uh, reboot or remake of the TV show Robotech. It was a cartoon TV show from mm. Harmony Gold USA and uh, Japan's. Uh, nope, can't pronounce it. I'm fucking terrible. Uh, and Are you talking about the Tatsunoku? Yeah, Tatsunoku Productions, <laughs> I believe. So, you know, the series basically, humans have developed large mechas from alien technology. And they're capable of transforming into formidable aircraft. Sounds like some Transformers shit. Uh, pretty much, Dangerously I guess. Close. I mean, I don't know. I feel like they can probably make something. I'd have to watch the show. It sounds good, honestly. I, okay, so it's going to be basically a reboot, correct? Uh, yeah, yeah. And I guess the uh, the writer from... Uh, the co one of the co-writers from uh, Wonder Woman, uh, Jason. Okay, now Fuchs. it has now it has potential. Yeah, he's going to be working on it too. So is Could this going to be? Uh, so it's a TV show. It's no, it's, do a, we it's know? a movie. Oh, it's a movie. They're, okay, they're yeah. Okay, the cartoon was a t. It's you know they're adapting a, a former cartoon TV show. Gotcha, gotcha. Okay, well, um, I guess I'll wait and see a trailer. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's I all mean, I can say. Yep. Just. Gotta say, it looks like some Transformers stuff, and I do not like Transformers. Yes. Saw the first one. First one's good. Everything after that, ugh. but never yeah. saw them. Any of them? No, I avoided them. I saw one clip from one on FX on FX. <laughs> I saw it was I forget which one it was, but yeah. you looked at it, it was like this is horrible. <laughs> Just click. <laughs> Moving on though, Chase. Come on. Uh, so the popular young adult book series Artemis Fowl Fowler. Excuse me, Artemis Fowler. That's uh, it's Fowler. I don't know. It's Foul. Artemis Fowl. Okay, fine. Popular young <laughs> adult novel series, Artemis Fowl, uh, written by Ion Colfer, I believe. Uh, it's going to get a big screen adaptation. Uh, the official release date is going to be August 9th, 2019. And I guess this is sort of big news because this you know series of novels... They've been bouncing this idea around about doing this film since like oh one, probably because Harry Potter and whatnot. So, uh, it's get ready, <laughs> be in the cinemas on August 9th, twenty nineteen. <laughs> hey, dude, let's talk about something that we actually seen, and I mean, I thought it was pretty damn good. We know this one, Dunkirk. It has surpassed five hundred million. How could it not? It's Christopher Nolan. How could we not expect this to happen? But. uh not the most amazing figure compared to the biggest blockbusters like The Dark Knight and, and stuff. Sure. So, uh, but off of a $100 million budget, it has been a marvelous success for Warner Brothers. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we never really talked about it like much after the, after the movie because it's not a very character-driven movie. And I kind of like that about this film because, it was, I mean, we're giving – I'm not trying to give a full-on review here. This movie's been out for a while. But um, I like the fact that it's not very character-driven. It's more just like it's an event that happened – and it's not really about a specific person. It's just about the guy next to you just trying to get out of there alive, man. Yeah, right. I thought it was a great way of going about it. Yeah, it was It was a great agree film. With me. No doubt. Okay. <laughs> no doubt. <laughs> All right, man. Hey, dude. Guess what? Moving on. What's up, man? Blade Runner. Blade Runner. 2049. Super fucking excited for Blade Runner 2049. Change a Good fucking chair. call. <laughs> Super excited for this movie. We got to put that on the TV <laughs> for that. Yeah. No, but uh, Blade Runner 2049, you know, that's coming up uh, fucking next month. Uh, but recently, <laughs> release, recently, they've the released a couple of short films and yeah. uh, prequels to kind of show what's been going on in the world since the original Blade Runner. That takes place in 2019. Mm. Uh, Luke Scott, Ridley Scott's son. Ridley Scott directed Blade Runner. He's the producer on Blade Runner 2049. So his son directed two prequels. One was 2036, Nexus Dawn. 
that had uh, Jared Leto's character in it. It was yeah. his introduction. Dude, and Jared was, Leto looks sick in this. Yeah, and sick, nasty man. He, he looks fucking good, dude. Yeah, and he looks like he's really, really, really acting. Into it. Yeah, yeah, so totally. we'll see if we can get like a another great performance from him. I still like That's him as a joke. Great material. That's what still we want. We want nice. better material for him. Yeah, definitely. Uh, the next short that was released, uh, 2048, Nowhere to Run. Once again, Luke Scott directed it. Uh, it features uh, Dave Bautista's character. Yeah. Yeah, he's he's a replicant on the run, I believe. Mm-hmm. That's a little introduction to his character. And uh, the big news, I think, as is, as reported by JoeBlow.com, uh, Joe Sony Blow. Pictures J- Japan unveiled a sneak peek at the new Blade Runner anime short from uh, uh, the name uh, Shinichiro Watambi. Watanabe, I believe. Yeah, he's the director of uh, you know famous anime Cowboy Bebop and Samurai Champloo. Uh, so the ti- <laughs> yeah, so the title of this upcoming Blade Runner short is going to be Blade Runner Blackout Twenty Twenty. Right uh, the uh, the events of the animation they're taking place several years after the first film, Twenty Twenty, obviously. Twenty Twenty. And uh, according to NetLab, it's going to take place during the power outage, which I guess is going to be a big uh, plot point in Twenty Blade Runner Twenty Forty Nine. So. And a lot of information, yeah. man. Oh, dude, I'm super fucking excited. I could keep talking all day. I don't care how fucking dry this Which is. Which is kind of funny because you said yourself you're not a huge fan of the first Blade Runner, but this one just gets you really pumped up. Yeah, I don't know what it is. I mean... I got to say, Sam, I haven't even seen the first Blade Runner. I'm going to, for sure. It's worth a watch. Okay, but this does look like a great film, but I'm not going to avoid it or anything like that, so yeah, I'm looking forward yeah. to going to see it. Um, moving on, though. If, unless if you have anything to add to that. Uh, no, I don't think so. Yeah, I didn't fucking think so. I'm just fucking excited. Yeah. Who's that? Uh, this is Claire Foy. Uh, she's going to be portraying Elizabeth Sandler in The Girl with the Spider Web. Uh, this is a reboot on the uh, series that included The Girl with the Dragon Tattoo. Ugh, that Those thing. movies. Yeah, yeah, they're rebooting that again. They're going to try and, you know, I mean, I guess when David Fincher did, you know, The Girl with the Dragon Tattoo, they were going to follow that with a couple sequels. Right. You know, make... You know, try and make a lot of fucking money, build a connected universe type shit. Didn't work out. Here they are trying it again with the third actress to portray Elizabeth Sandler. So it's we'll like see how that goes. Fantastic Four shit. Hopefully this one actually works yeah. out though. Hopefully better than that. Yeah. Uh, Matthew Vaughn, Kingsman series, X-Men First Class and Kick-Ass, if you don't know who that is. But he's been confirmed that he has uh, written a treatment for the third Kingsman film and that has been in talks to direct Man of Steel 2. Finally, it's about time that we're getting a Man of Steel 2. Yeah. Probably should have put this near the DC information, but you know it is what it is. It's fine. Yeah, but Man of Steel 2 has a, uh, has long been delayed, but it seems that Warner Brothers has still been hard at trying to uh, nail down a director. Hard, uh, hard Vaughn, at work. Yeah, Vaughn has been in the running for the job basically since the beginning. Uh, the talks, the the sequel. So, um, yeah, dude, I'm really excited for Man of Steel too. I love Man of Steel too. Uh, the first Man of Steel. Did you, did you like Man of Steel? Uh, I wasn't the biggest fan, and I don't know. It doesn't come down to any like like analysis of film and whatnot. It's just I don't know. If it, I just didn't really like it that much. Uh, I've never been a Superman fan. Just don't care. So I mean, I don't white know. Bread. <laughs> fucking white bread. <laughs> Oh man! But I don't know. I feel like Matthew Vaughn's talented. I fucking love the first Kingsman movie. I'm excited for Golden Golden Circle. It looks good. So, yeah, looks we'll, really we'll see good. how that goes. Yeah, man. You just put Marvel down there. I did. I forgot. But uh, we are moving. <laughs> we are moving on to some Marvel news. I guess Jim Carrey. Not sure on the exact quote of the source, but apparently he said he wants to work with Marvel Studios. Yeah. Which, uh, as I wrote here. 
uh, add that name to a long ass list, man. Just I feel like fucking everybody wants to work with Marvel. Not everybody, but I mean, who doesn't? There's already a lot of big names, but I like that we're trying to fit that in there. <laughs> what would he possibly be? Who knows, dude? Who knows? I don't know. Be the Riddler again. I know it doesn't make any sense. <laughs> just but force it. Just force it in there. <laughs> it's always the villains that came out of those that were best in those Batman 89s his yeah. was a little crazy but Mr. Fantastic Mr. Fantastic oh <laughs> my right. god oh shit I can imagine <laughs> it imagine him like making faces like stretching and just like <laughs> oh god mask all over is that all we got no, no, we no, got, we got one I more got thing. one more one for you in the world of Marvel still more MCU news uh, that thing that's, Jay- <laughs> that's Rocket Rocket Rac- Raccoon. Yeah, that's uh, uh, speaking at Hasbro Hascon, James Gunn recently revealed that he's going to be focusing more on the character of Rocket Raccoon in the third Guardians of the Galaxy movie. I guess he said we're going to get like the full backstory. We've gotten hints in the first two, and uh, we're going to see it play out on screen, although it may be different from the comics, but I'm excited to see a bit more about the characters because, you know, number two kind of just doubled up on what the first one did. I liked it more somehow, but... Uh, I'm excited to get a little bit more in depth with you know Rocket. Right on. Got to tell you, I can't really add much to this because I have not seen Guardians of the Galaxy one or two. But in my defense, I was never really a Marvel person until I saw Spider-Man: Homecoming. It sounds pretty stupid to say that. I mean, I did see the Avengers and all that stuff, but I did not really become like a fan of Marvel. So I'm going all the way back to even just with Captain America, the you know first avenger or whatever and i'm just going through so i can't wait to see these actually and well, yeah stop rubbing the table when no. you, stop rubbing the table no, when you talk I'm, i want the i want to pick it up I didn't hear it. all right cool <laughs> but either way man um yeah i'll probably rent those tomorrow and i'm <laughs> i got i got to see them before i see thor <laughs> ragnarok or the infinity war so which dude i'm super excited for infinity war I'm Anthem pretty Ragnarok. excited. Yeah. Pretty excited. Not even, really? You're just pretty, pretty excited, excited for Ragnarok? Pretty excited. Okay. Well, is that all the news we got, Chase? Yeah, I think that's all we got, man. That's all we got. Okay, so guys, this is actually the portion of the show where we would like to take uh, Twitter questions from you guys, or we'll probably, you know, go in through the comments and everything like that. So if you guys want to ask us anything, be greatly appreciated. And once again, thank you for tuning in to this show. Had a lot of fun for the first installment. We've been a little awkward, but come on, it's the first time around. It's gonna get better. We're, we're having fun. I we're think that's fun. all that matters. We had fun in the last half. Came yeah. came back strong, man. <laughs> anyway, Tough guys, start. we just by saying that I just killed it. Yeah. End it, it quick. End it. <laughs> uh, cut. Once again, guys, thank you for tuning into the Background Movie News podcast, and I'm Casey Sampson. And I'm Chase Cupo, and just remember to follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Back Row Official. See you next time.